Welcome to San Diego News Fix, The Backstory. I'm Luis Cruz. Every week on this podcast, we tackle important questions about journalism ethics and give you a behind the scenes look at our industry. Today, we're sitting down with Union Tribune publisher and editor, Jeff Light, and subscriber revenue and analytics senior manager, Anthony Basilio. Now, the San Diego Union Tribune has been publishing on paper for more than 153 years, but for the first time in our history, the Union Tribune will be an entirely digital product on the 4th of July. The big question everyone wants to know, Jeff, is why are we doing this? <laughs> okay, thank you, Luis. Uh, yeah, you, you left out in your intro how long we've been pub- publishing digitally. Right. Uh, which I think is also an important number to have. Maybe we can take that out. Since 1995. Okay, very good. Thank you. Um, so yeah, this uh, this year we've got two print holidays planned. In other words, two days in which uh, uh, all the delivery of the U- Union Tribune will be uh, will be digital. And on this first one, on the fourth of July, we're also going to make our e edition, our digital replica, uh, free to the whole community, so that uh, so that everybody can use it easily. But the uh, to answer your question. Um, you know, as we look at our, our digital transformation going forward, we can see that there will be a day when we do not have print delivery uh, uh, seven days a week. Now, unlike some others in the industry, we have the advantage of uh, profitability and time. So that day is actually not very close for us. But uh, I think using the next several years to prepare our our customers and our company for that uh, important date, whenever it comes, is uh, an important priority for us. So, uh, um, you know, what we want to do this year uh, really is to get our print readers acclimated to using our digital products, right? So right now, um, our our digital-only readers, um, which is a pretty sizable group at this point, they split their time between using our website and using our uh, our replica edition. I think forty uh, percent of that group uses the replica edition. Um, uh, but our print delivery readers really don't use the digital products very heavily, right? Uh, and, and because they've chosen the media, the platform they want, which is print, comes right to their house. And uh, I think uh, uh, getting that group engaged in the replica edition would be have a lot of benefits uh, for, for them right now and going forward. So that that's sort of the point of all this. Right. I, I do want to get back to there. There will still be some speculation um, from others that says, oh, no, this is probably the beginning. Uh, the UT may stop printing. Uh, what what's the message to um, those people that I guess are going to freak out? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I don't think anybody should freak out of, uh, at the idea that there is a, a significant digital uh, transformation happening in the newspaper industry and in many industries, right? So uh, will the UT someday stop printing? Uh, uh, inevitably, absolutely. You know, did Netflix stop sending out those DVDs to your house? Yeah. Yeah, as a matter of fact, the point of the Netflix uh, management for that period was not to hold on to the CD uh, mailbox business as long as possible and to regard the loss of that as a failure. I mean, uh, 
Uh, and a little bit the same for us, right? Like, as the publisher of the paper, uh, my goal uh, is not and has never been to try to hold on to print. My goal and, and the, the uh, responsibility I have is to build the digital business for the UT so that it is sustainable forevermore. And, and, and gladly, we're on a pretty good path there. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the print side, we are years away from discontinuing any part of print. So that's not something that's, uh, that's upon us very, uh, very quickly, but it is something that someday will come. And uh, that's why we all need to learn to get our minds around that and to learn to think about it and talk about it and embrace the way the world is going. Right. Well, there's still a lot of talk of a decline in print circulation for newspapers across the country. So I think uh, a lot of people will be wondering, is the Union Tribune a profitable business? Yeah, the Union Tribune is uh, a profitable business and uh, and uh, uh, also profitable. I guess I would uh, indulge in saying in the right way. Right. So there are some some newspaper companies that are at least sort of dissolving the franchise uh, as they go forward and harvesting money out of uh, out of the business to uh, to to send profits to their owners. That's not what's going on in San Diego. We've got strong investment in what we do here. We've got a good track record of. of profitability and of, of really excellent journalism. So, um, yeah, the, the UT is uh, a little bit, I think it's a, it's a little bit of an exception with the industry, the, the way we've been able to uh, perform. We're very fortunate to have a, a strong staff and, uh, and uh, really enlightened ownership. Um, so uh, I know people love to, you know, to speculate and worry, but uh, the, the UT is a profitable business. And I'm pretty confident that we can navigate this um, th- this chapter in our history, which uh, you know has been challenging for many. I feel pretty good about where we're going. Okay. Speaking of profitability, uh, Anthony Basilio is our subscriber revenue and al- analytics senior manager. Anthony, talk a little bit about uh, our circulation, our digital circulation, and and how are we tracking to this uh, future that Jeff is talking about. Yeah, thank you, Luis. Um, you know, the as Jeff mentioned, and as you've mentioned, you know, circulation on the print side has been declining over time. Um, and San Diego's not uh, a stranger to that, right? We've seen our print subscription decline as well. We're just at over 100,000 print subscribers um, and 50,000 digital. Now, I would say that that digital number has continued to grow as well and is, you know, footing to our uh, 2030 plan, uh, which is to have around 150,000 digital subscribers. so, you know, we've been planning this for a while and, you know, to Jeff's point on the this print holiday, it's to get our customers acclimated to what a digital product looks like, what our digital product looks like and how they can utilize the digital replica or our website on a day to day basis to get the, the news and the coverage that we offer. 
Now, a lot of it um, in terms of our introductory rate, a lot of, you know, people ask me a lot. Uh, it's sometimes your introductory rate. It's only like a dollar a week. Um, it's very inexpensive. Um, so if you haven't signed up, people should sign up for that. But uh, but <laughs> but people ask, you know, how can a business be uh, sustainable or profitable um, when you're just charging a dollar a week? Yeah, good question. And thanks for the subs subscribe plug there, uh, Luis. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, uh, serving a digital copy uh, is very uh, not very expensive at all. If you think about what we're doing on the print side of the business, you know, producing uh, a newspaper, the newsprint, the ink, you know, the production cost, plus the delivery of that to the households, you know, that's not um, an inexpensive venture. But, you know, to serve digital, you know, it's it's much more, uh, you know, inexpensive. You know, we can uh, reach a larger audience, you know, those that have access to, you know, our website and our digital replica. And, and ultimately, you know, because of the content and what we have to offer, we we count on the customers to continue their subscription even beyond the introductory rate that you're speaking of this. You know, right now, um, you know, we're seeing a lot of our customers continue you know, and, and pay a little bit more because of the good content. So, and that's, that's how we're, we're running the business. Yeah. Let me, let me jump in on that. Uh, uh, I think uh, Anthony hit the key points, right? And it's really the question about the digital subscriber is what's the incremental cost of adding that subscriber. So like the next subscriber in print means driving further or adding another delivery person. The next subscriber in, in digital really is, as close to zero cost as uh, as you could get. So uh, on that side, you know, there's a lot of fixed cost, right? Uh, the infrastructure of running a big digital operation, but each additional customer isn't adding any expense to the company. So that's why we you'll see in the industry these very low introductory rates. But even at full rate, there's a big difference between what a print uh, 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 subscriber pays and what a digital subscriber pays because really of that cost basis. So this digital transformation we're talking about uh, is really, uh, for a company like ours, a matter of timing. We have our print business, which is a high cost, uh, high profit business. And then we, and, and right now uh, uh, there's like 100,000 people, uh, uh, customers on that side. And then we have our digital business, which is a, a low cost business. And we've got 50,000 people uh, on that side. So, um, you know, we've modeled out our future and can see a, uh, a strong company that's uh, sustainable uh, on, into the future at 100,000 digital subscribers. Right now we're adding, I think, like 40 subscribers a day net. And... Uh, so in 2025, I think, or the middle of 2025, maybe toward the end of that year, we'll be at that number. And uh, that provides us together with uh, digital advertising with a sustainable company just on the digital side. At the same time, uh, uh, we're um, managing the declining print business, right? That number is getting smaller with every passing year. Uh, the picture we have of the future is of a Sunday print business and a, a digital daily. Uh, but as we navigate down that cost structure, 
uh, with the um, shrinking uh, um, customer base. That's where like trying to get the timing right and uh, uh, having um, uh, skilled management of the company and the different uh, divisions that are doing that work is pretty important and probably will separate the winners from the losers in the, in the industry, I think. Yeah. And the question for both of you, I guess, of what's happening in the industry? Yeah, Anthony, you, you've got some line of sight, I think, to the other ownership. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I, I think we've seen, you know, other publishers, other organizations, you know, look at growing their digital and just like us managing the decline of print. You know, it, as Luis kind of alluded to in an earlier question, we're seeing publishers eliminate entire days of print, uh, sometimes more than one day in a single instance, right? A couple of days. So, um, you know, everybody's trying to you know, look at their digital future uh, and manage accordingly, grow that digital number, get more, uh, you know, people utilizing their digital products because they know that print is something that's getting more expensive. Um, and, you know, it, and really everybody now who has such easy access to digital, you know, through their phone, through their, their computer or tablet. So, you know, getting a command and control of that audience from a digital perspective is really what we're seeing. Yeah. And, and, you know, interestingly, in all of our modeling, uh, the Sunday print product looks very strong to us. Like we, we don't have any forecasts that show the Sunday print being anything but profitable as far into the future as we can see. So I guess when I said at the top of the show, you know, I can't imagine that someday the UT would not be printing. I guess I can't say that with utter confidence, although I, I'm pretty confident that's true. But uh, just to clarify, I really have not been able to see from a business perspective a day when we would not have a Sunday paper. Um, I can definitely see uh, in the out years how that weekday uh, product um, uh, would no longer pencil. So that will definitely happen at some point. And, you know, on the digital side, I just wanted to, I guess, revisit that for a second. You know, the scale of the digital business is, uh, as Anthony said, quite large. So, like visitation to our website would be on the order of six or seven million uniques uh, per um, per month, uh, and then the paid business we talked about, the subscriber business, is much smaller than that. Like only um, only a hundred thousand, hundred fifty thousand uh, that we think is our our a real market for an ongoing paying. Uh, subscribership in San Diego, which uh, sort of matches the historical footprint of the UT over uh, recent decades as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so you've uh, talked about, um, uh, I guess, what you've alluded to with the, the what the future of the Union Tribune looks like. Uh, any thoughts on what uh, the rest of the other uh, newspaper companies, uh, what? What can we expect uh, to see there? Any thoughts on that? Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, hard to speak for others. I would say, listen, these companies are, uh, are really, really important parts of their communi communities, critical parts of, uh, of the information structure of America. And I think there's, uh, it hasn't been, it ever been more evident than, uh, than in the last couple of years how really significant a highly professionalized uh, journalist class is 
to the success of our communities and the success of, of the country. So um, now that said, these companies don't run themselves. It's a very, uh, uh, it is a challenging business, as are many uh, businesses uh, uh, through this period. So I would imagine that you will see uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, changes in company size and ownership size of the sort that you're seeing now. Like you see consolidation of uh, the big chains uh, collapsing together as they try to reach for greater and greater economies. At the same, so those are getting bigger and bigger. At the same time, you see an upwelling of independence, uh, uh, both on the nonprofit side, uh, uh, the Voice of San Diego's, the Texas Tribunes. Uh, the, there's a new uh, uh, a new outlet in Baltimore that just launched, uh, as well as on private ownership, like the UT and and the LA Times, the Washington Post, and others. So in any industry that's going through that kind of change, you see, you know, it's a, it's a volatile and tumultuous time. I'm not really uh, able to see exactly how that will all shake out. I do feel like the work that is being done is so essentially important to communities and so highly valued by a core of civically engaged people that I would see, um, a bright future for, for, for local journalism in spite of the, you know, the individual company challenges that we see right now. I, I, Anthony, I probably, probably uh, grabbed that question too quickly. You might have a better answer. No, Jeff, I think I echo that, you know, what you're saying, uh, you know, it is hard to see and predict the future, but we are seeing, you know, consolidations. We are seeing, you know, different tactics in terms of, you know, reaching a totally different audience than what maybe newspaper, traditional newspaper companies were used to. Um, so, and, and the work is very important. And I think there's gonna be a lot of community outreach from the, the companies to make sure that the audience is there, uh, that they're reaching the right audience. Um, so definitely an industry in, in change. I would agree with that. And I guess I just want to add for for people that are still reluctant to uh, get on and, and try to uh, look at the the e edition or, or look at it on their phones or tablets, uh, the the advantages to to our to our e product is you, you have later news, you have sports scores, you have extra features. Uh, we're including our uh, the calendar section now uh, of the uh, Los Angeles Times uh, on our e-edition. Um, anything else that uh, Jeff or Anthony that you want to add when it comes to uh, why people should check out the e-edition? Yeah, I mean, to me, it's uh, uh, yeah, and as somebody who's worked on the digital side of these companies now for for decades, I, I feel like the e-edition is really an undervalued uh, product. Uh, within the industry for years and years. Uh, it's something that uh, we can see by the numbers that our readers really uh, really like. The levels of engagement are super high in the edition. Uh, it's always on time. Uh, uh, you know, it doesn't rely on, on a carrier force. Like our carriers drive, uh, I think the number is 13,000 miles a day delivering the paper. So the carbon footprint is probably a little lighter on the e-edition. Uh, you can make the type size bigger. You can uh, auto-translate to uh, 
to Spanish for, I believe, other languages as well. Um, and it, you know, it does, it's got later deadlines. It's got more content. We've begun adding some pages on that side because, again, as a digital product, there's no incremental cost to adding pages. So, yeah, there's a lot to recommend it. All right. Uh, what's the one thing uh, that you want listeners and readers to take away from all of this? Anthony, I'll let you go first. Thank you. Uh, I, I think to your point, Luis, it's that we do have a digital product out there, digital replica, and people should check it out. Lots of advantages to it that Jeff mentioned, in addition to even archiving copies of the Union Tribune to read at a later time. Uh, if you travel, you can you can access it, right? You don't have to wait for something to show up at your at your door. And, and the other thing I would say is that the, the Union Tribune is here. You know, it, it'll be here for a while. We're still going to produce good quality journalism. We're going to maybe provide it in a different format than what you're used to, meaning not paper, but digitally. But, you know, with the replica out there, it looks exactly what you would expect from a print product, um, plus additional content. So there's a lot to look forward to. Um, and, you know, the, the future is bright. Yeah, I think I'd build on that. I would just say uh, uh, my takeaways, and it's more than one, uh, alas, uh, the, um, the the UT is is here not just for a while, but for uh, uh, I would say for as long as uh, as long as I can imagine or certainly project on a business side. Uh, there's a, a strong UT in San Diego. So the first thing would be like, don't worry about that. It's like, oh my God, there, there's a print holiday. Is that is that the uh, you know the the last straw for the UT? No, no absolutely nothing like that. The company is in uh, is in great shape and it's in good hands. Um, uh, secondly, I'd say change is coming. The world is changing. There is a digital future that will be different than the analog today, but also it's it's not happening right away. So the print holiday, we actually have two this year, uh, Labor Day and, uh, and the 4th of July. These are just uh, a toe in the water. And uh, there's nothing imminent happening at the UT, but eventually, uh, eventually we will be going there. So we want to make sure that uh, all of us uh, have some experience in knowing what we're doing. And then uh, finally, the most important thing is not the format, but the content itself. It's super important. Uh, not only to support local journalism, but to consume local journalism as 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 uh, citizens and uh, residents of uh, of the San Diego communities, uh, all of us should be doing whatever we can to remain informed, uh, to support those who do a, a really good, incredible job of informing us at whatever company, and to uh, participate in our civic life because the stakes are very high. So this isn't really just a UT conversation. It's a big American conversation about uh, local communities and local media. And I want to make sure everybody is participating in that conversation and uh, embracing the good things that we're fortunate to have here in San Diego. All right. Thank you very much, Jeff. Thank you very much, Anthony. We should mention that if you have questions about the online edition on the 4th of July, you can email us at customer.service at sduniontribune.com or call us at 
4141. That does it for this special edition of San Diego News Fix. Don't forget to listen to San Diego News Fix with Christy Totten for an in-depth look at local stories making headlines throughout the week. You can find San Diego News Fix wherever you get your podcasts. For everyone at the San Diego Union Tribune, thank you very much for listening and for supporting local journalism. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you.